Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, welcome. I'm so excited to have you. And today we're going to focus on starting a new series, which is focused around energy, vibration, and frequency. Yes, 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 yes. So if you are diving into really healing and spirituality, I'm sure you have heard of vibration and frequency and energy and low vibes and raise your vibration and all that good stuff. And you might be wondering like, what in the world are they talking about, right? What do they mean, raise my frequency? What in the world kind of quantum physics is this? (laughs) And sometimes when we don't understand what that means, it can get really confusing. We want to reject it. We want to say, I don't know what you're talking about. They're crazy or it's witchcraft or it's evil. (laughs) A lot of times we call things evil when we don't understand what it is or how it works. So when I break down what energy means and vibration and frequency, it really does explain a whole lot. And it really demystifies a lot of the things that feel so mystical and magical to us. So I'm really excited to cover this. You guys know I am a nerd when it comes to science and the psyche and really understanding about God and energy in general. It's just amazing to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. So let's dive in. What the freak is frequency? Oh my gosh, I would get so agitated every time I would hear this where someone say, well, you got to raise your frequency. You got to raise your vibration in order to, you know, get what you want or manifest or, you know, don't be in a low vibe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what my frequency is. How can I figure out how to raise it? (laughs) But that's okay. I'm going to explain to you a little bit more about what that means. So First and foremost, let's go to the basics, which is understanding that everything is holding energy. Everything is energy. When you break everything down in its simplest form, it is all particles and molecules. We are all made of the same stuff. (laughs) We are an accumulation of different atoms and molecules and particles vibrating at a very high speed in order to create form. Okay, so I know it sounds like, what? Like, what about my hands and my arms? Yes, 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 I'm going to get into that, I promise. So we have to understand that everything is energy, right? And everything is vibrating. So if you just hold your hand over your throat and you just give a light, hmm, ah, ah, Sorry for my voice there, but if you just hold your hand over your throat, you will feel that vibration, right? If you hold your hand over your heart, you feel your heart beating, you will feel that vibration. If you blow air, just breathing, 
you will feel that pressure, that vibration, right? Even though it doesn't feel necessarily like it's buzzing when you're blowing air, you still feel, right? So anytime you feel that is a vibration. It has to move in order for you to feel it. So we are all vibrating, okay? So what is frequency? Well, because we are all vibrating and we are all energy, the energy and the vibration moves at different speeds. So it can either move really fast or be very high energy, or it can be very low and it could be very slow amount of energy. And depending on the speed of that energy creates the frequency. So the frequency is just the amount of energy that's being created. So it can be high or low. So now moving from that, I want to acknowledge the different energy sources that we have around us, right? So we have light. Light is the first energy that I want to cover we receive light from our beautiful sun, right? Our natural light source. We also receive light from fire and we also receive light from electricity, right? So light, you know, when people say the speed of light, light is a very, very high vibration. When you go to the natural sources of that vibration, such as the sun and sometimes fire, but more so the sun, that's the highest vibration through that high vibration from the sun, it creates. So the sun is able to create life on this planet. It's able to supply the plants with enough energy for what they need in order to grow. That's why you have all of these trees and plants and all the things that are green outside receiving that vibration from the sun. Of course, we know that it's not just the sun giving that plant life. It needs water and soil and it needs to be fertilized from the animals. But we have to acknowledge that it cannot grow in darkness because there's not enough vibration to really boost the life of that plant. And some plants don't need any water. It just depends on the purpose of the plant, right? If it's something with more fruit and more vegetables, then it's going to need more of the water more of the fertilizer and different soils in order to create its form. The other portion to that light energy that I want to cover is how can we see different frequencies of light? How can we see different speeds of light? Through that, we actually see different color. So color is actually the vibration of different frequencies of light. So the different amount of light we see creates different colors we see, okay? So the color red is actually a very low frequency of light and purple or violet is actually a very high level of frequency of light. So it requires a higher speed of light in order to create that purple ultraviolet high frequency color. This is why with looking at chakras, we know the crown chakra, the highest chakra is that color, that ultraviolet almost, where it's all of the colors all at once, but it's that ultraviolet, lavender, purplish color. Purple is that highest level that's there. 
We also know that purple is also associated with royalty. So very high, very high frequency. That's why different colors are used for different things. All right, great. So moving down, we have heat. Heat is another energy source, but also geothermal. So when we look at how the earth is formed, we know that in the core of that earth, there's all of this hot magma and it's just, you know, really hot. Like think of the volcanoes, right? And through that, that is actually creating the caves and all of these different forms within the earth. Now through those caves creates different types of crystals. So it creates all of these beautiful crystals through that high vibration of the geothermal. This is why crystals have become a bit more popular because people are gravitating towards them, understanding that they are a higher vibration. They come from within the earth, right? They are not on top of the earth where they're receiving the high energy from the sun, but they are receiving the high energy from within the earth. So fire, heat, all of that generates a lot of energy. If you take your hands Rub them together. Really high speed, right? You got to move them really, really fast. Move them really, really fast. And you feel that warmth. So we know just during that experiment I just did with you, we just created some energy within us just having that heat, right? So the next energy source that I want to cover is wind. So wind is a very high energy source. We know that we have windmills that can honestly power so many plants. And and when I say plants, I mean like facilities. It can operate electricity. It can create so much. But just think of wind and think of air, right? Without air, we don't exist. We can't live without air. So that brings me to the realization that our breath, Right? So just breathing, that creates energy within us as well. Just having our own natural wind within us. We know that the birds and different bugs, right? Butterflies are flying. There has to be enough energy in the air, enough for them to bring those wings up to fly. It creates a lot of energy and momentum. So that's another very high energy source that we have. We also have water. So when water is moving, so we know the tidal waves of the ocean. We know when that water is moving at a rapid pace, it is creating, right? Life cannot form without the flow of water. So if there's no flow in that water, And that water sits for a long period of time. It becomes very stale and stagnant. And it's just like scum starts to build up. Things die quickly. Like that bacteria just overwhelms whatever comes into that still water. Still water is very toxic, right? So we have to have that water and hydropower is a very effective energy source. A lot of things are energized just through powerful water movement. 
So, we have so far light, heat, wind, and water. And we know we cannot live without any of those things. Those are very high energy sources. The next energy source that I want to focus on is sound. Sound is a very, very high vibration. And there's been so many different experiments where people take sand, for instance. Sand is kind of that physical representation of different particles, right? We know it's very small. And when something's very small, it's able to move very freely. So they've done a lot of experiments where they take the sand and they put it on like a very flat surface. And then they will literally play different music or different sounds. And the sand will then start to move and orchestrate itself into literal geometric shapes. The sand will start to move into beautiful ornamental designs. They look like flowers when the sound is in harmony, when the sound is just that very high vibration, it actually creates different shapes. So just by you listening to me right now, you are hearing my own natural frequency is coming to you and it's communicating directly into your mind, into your brain. So we feel that. That's why like our voices are so powerful whenever we are expressing our emotions and we're feeling sad or we're feeling angry or we hear someone laughing or you hear someone singing. It can affect us because they are different levels of energy there creating high vibration and high frequency or low frequency or low vibration. The last energy source that I want to cover that a lot of people may or may not talk about is scalar or planetary or star energy. The energy that really supports us within the solar system. And this is why people are really big into astronomy and astrology and how the planets affect us. And I won't go into that too much throughout this series, but just understanding that it is an energy source and we are all divinely connected. To tap into that further, did you know that in order for us to have the blood that we have, the iron that's really supplying the energy of our blood, that iron came from a star. So a star essentially is really just a ball of gas and it's held together by its own gravity. And through what people call a supernova, which was basically this powerful star explosion, created the source of iron. So if you think about it, iron is something that we all need in order for us to really be able to pump that blood through our hearts. So we are divinely connected to the stars in the universe as well, just by the simple fact that iron came from a star, right? Iron that supplies our body came from a star in the galaxy through an explosion that created more life on this earth. That is insane. So you, my dear, hold pieces of stars in your heart. 
That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I even love my podcast name now even more, Heart Blend. Oh my goodness. Wow. So, so fascinating. (laughs) But yes, scalar or star energy is also an energy source as well. So through all of those energy sources that we have, I want us to understand how we play a role. So these are the external energy sources around us. But what about the energy sources within us? Our energy source within us that we create from inside are our emotions. So emotions are energy in motion. And when we feel high levels of emotion like peace and joy, enlightenment, love, passion, courage, all of these things are very high emotions. When we're feeling down, we're feeling sad, we're feeling angry or frustrated or fearful, which is so low in the emotional scale. Those are very low emotions, low vibrations, low frequencies. Now, as I discussed earlier in this episode, high amounts of energy create. Low amount of energy cannot create. So if we really think about it, we have to understand that in order for you to even have your physical form in the first place, there had to have been a very high amount of frequency or a very high amount of energy in order to create your existence. So your natural existence, when you come into this earth in your physical form, is already a very high frequency. This is why babies are just so perfect and pure, right? Because they're already in their natural energy, their natural frequency, which is already extremely high, okay? But through life, we go through so many things. We see different experiences, we experience trauma, we experience, you know, just painful things that happen in the way that we perceive them, right? So when we see something that happens, our brains take in that information and through the thoughts that we have, create the emotions we feel. So through those emotions, depending on what we're seeing or experiencing, is going to either create a very low emotion or a very high emotion. And what is going on is that we also have an energy field around us. A lot of times people call this your aura. For some, they say the eighth chakra. For some, it's your energy, your vibe, right? But this energy field that we have around us actually holds all of the information about the frequency that we are emitting. Now that frequency that we are emitting is not just how we're feeling in that present moment. It can be a collection and an accumulation of all of the experiences, memories, traumas, and experiences we've had in the past that maybe we haven't processed in different ways. And so all of those things can become projected through that aura. 
And so the aura or the energy field that we have around us is about six feet in diameter. Now, this plays a role when we're talking about empaths, right? So if you are an empath and you're tuning in or if you are sensitive or if you've wondered why, you know, why do I feel different when I get around different people? It's because you can feel that energy when you are around different individuals and the emotions that they carry within them. And it can become very overwhelming. I personally believe that being empathic is a natural human quality that we all have, but through suppression, through trapping ourselves more in our mind, we start to become hardened and we start to focus only on just the physical thing. And a lot of times we ignore the vibration or the energy of what is really around us. Sometimes we get really good at wearing a mask, aka our egos or our identities or whatever we've created in our minds and we forget that we are all energy first and through that energy we are all divinely connected. So when you understand that your energy, right, your frequency doesn't just hold how you're feeling right now in this moment, it's holding all of your traumas and your memories and experiences from the past. Because what happens is that as we go through life, we experience all these different things, right? And so depending on how strong the memory is, now the memory has to utilize primarily most of our senses. So It may be something that we've seen, something that we've heard, that we cannot unhear, something that we smelled. It could be any of the things that tapped into those senses when we're having that experience. And on top of that, when it comes to our senses, we perceive with our physical senses, because we are expressing our energy through a physical form, we have the senses within us to be able to absorb and learn and digest the energy around us through that physical essence. But through each sense, it is all through vibration. And the way that we are able to interpret that is through our hairs. Like our hairs on our bodies are like little antennas. So if you look at your arm, you will see that there's all these tiny, tiny little hairs all over your body or all over your skin. But just look at your arm and how you see all those little tiny hairs. All of those things help you to feel, right? You look at your nose, right? Your nose has hair inside. So when you smell, you're smelling all those particles, but the smells or the particles vibrate differently with the hairs in your nose, creating that smell that we're absorbing into our brain. When we're seeing, I just went over how light has all these different vibrations, but we're seeing through the different frequency of the colors, creating different forms and all of that through vibration. When we're hearing, we're hearing that vibration, there's different hairs that are in the ears. When we taste, even though it's not like hair (laughs) on our head, 
when you look at the tongue, it does look like there's these little hairs on our tongues, like these little tongue hairs, if you will. So we have all of these different things that we feel through vibration in order for us to take in the experience. And then we feel the emotion. Now, when we feel emotion, emotions are chemicals that are released into the body. When those chemicals are released, they create a chemical reaction with the cells, creating a vibration internally. So if you're feeling a very high emotion, you're feeling really happy, you're feeling really good, well, those emotions and the neurotransmitters, the dopamine, the serotonin, all of that is being released into the body and it's having that vibration with the cells. It's kind of shaking the cells up all a different type of way. So you feel those emotions and when the emotions are low, they vibrate slower or at a lower rate. doesn't vibrate as high. Now, going into that just a little bit more, it's so much to cover, and that's why this will be in a series. But through that, we have to realize that when we're feeling that high emotion, well, that is our own natural energy source. And through that energy source, we are creating internally. So we're creating healthier cells. And so I just want you to picture that vibration and through that vibration as it moves really fast it creates a cell now the way that we're going to envision that's going to be kind of slow compared to how it's done inside if we actually were to look at it under a microscope we would see those cells almost being created instantaneously we wouldn't even be able to digest how fast those cells are being created so if you think about it all of these are energy sources we have to ask ourselves Ooh, am I getting enough of the higher levels of energy into my life, into my day-to-day routines to really keep my body healthy, to keep my mind healthy, to feel good emotionally? Am I getting these high energy sources? So what is really beautiful is that through science, we've learned so much about how to work with these vibrations. So there's so many effective therapies because we are vibrational to help us with healing. So I just learned recently more about tuning forks and how, oh my goodness, there's just so many different sound therapists that they can literally take a tuning fork And they can move that tuning fork around your body. Remember, we have that energy field and it has a lot of information stored. So if there's any unprocessed emotions, we store them in different areas of the body. A lot of times that's what's creating our illnesses, our diseases, and so on and so forth. And so they can actually take a tuning fork and they can move it in different areas of the body and it will give a different sound. So your body and your energy is actually a song in a way. It's actually a song. I would love to know what it sounds like, right? We don't always know what it sounds like, but we know what it feels like when we're around different people. And that tells us how we feel a lot of times. Ever wonder why you feel really good around a person or really bad around a person? It's because we are all so sensitive to each other's energy. So... Those tuning forks can actually give a lot of information and there's a whole 
like diagram and map that can tell you literally what is going on. So we know that the left side of the body is feminine, the right side of the body is masculine, and they can actually pick up all these different traumas or memories that may be unprocessed emotionally that can still be there. So the tuning fork will actually sound different as it moves around and it can give a clue if someone is actually sad or holding a sad emotion in that area of the body or feeling angry or frustrated or upset in that area of the body. And a lot of times we suppress those emotions. We suppress a lot of things because we don't know how to deal with them or they're very overwhelming to get through. So it really depends on your life experiences and all of that good stuff, but that creates your whole frequency. And so as you're walking around through life, that frequency interacts and it can attract or it can repel other energy. And so a lot of times it can be frustrating because we don't know exactly what we're emitting or what frequency we're in, but we're getting the feedback through our day-to-day lives. We're getting the feedback through our experiences, through how people are responding or reacting to us. We're getting all of these situations that come up and we're like, what is going on? Why am I attracting these different things into my life? Some things are just out of our control. Some things are in alignment with our frequency and what we're going through. I do believe that there's a whole journey that we go through in life to bring us back to that sense of wholeness. Now, the other portion that is also very important to realize and acknowledge about frequency is that frequency, because we are all divinely connected to each other, to animals, to the plants, to the environment, because we are all divinely connected through energy and through vibration, frequency is that universal language to all things. So we are always communicating with our thoughts and our emotions, whether we verbally express it or physically express it or not. That energy is felt with babies and animals all the time, right? They are more sensitive. So remember when you're looking at a baby, right? And you smile and they smile back at you and you're all exchanging energy together and you may say some words, but they don't know what you're saying, right? We're the only ones that need words in order to digest the information that's around us, but we don't really need words in order to communicate through energy. So how is it that babies can react and interact with us because they're feeling our energy? So this is how telepathy is also very possible because if you think about it, we didn't always have phones and emails and letters or a lexicon system to even write words, like words are new in a sense, but we didn't always have that. Do you think that we just didn't communicate with one another? No, we communicated through different forms, but it had to start with energy first. So frequency is that universal language that communicates with animals through how we're feeling, through our vibration. Everything is feeling us. When we walk into a room, you know how they say your vibes speak 
before you talk? (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. When you were created in that high energy frequency, you all have a very special vibration. That would be your soul. So we all have like a unique code, if you will, to our energy. And from there, we also have that aura that's connected to our energy on top of that, telling the story and sharing a bit more about what we've been through and what we've gone through. So frequency, again, is something very, very important to acknowledge, but frequency is the output of our emotions, and I want to focus on the input. So I know that a lot of people are saying, raise your frequency, raise your vibration. But in a sense, I really want us to start saying, restore your vibration. Let's come back to our default setting. When you go back home, right, home, being in the adult space, an adult mind, a developed mind, but with the frequency and the vibration of your purest self as a child, you can have anything you want. Life just flows to and through you. You feel so peaceful. You don't even really want a whole lot when you're in that space. You feel fulfilled. You feel like you can move through life with ease. You feel like life just becomes beautiful, right? You start seeing the beauty in things. You see the beauty in yourself. So as we go through all these different things and all the different perceptions and experiences that we have really brings down our frequency. So a lot of people are focused on raising the frequency in order to get to that space of wholeness. That's really what you're seeking. So when we feel that desire or it pull into a certain direction, maybe it's toward a certain person, maybe it's towards a certain experience or something that we would like to experience. It's really that soul energy trying to bring the mind back into wholeness, trying to get you back in alignment, body, mind, spirit, in order to complete that frequency. Many times emotionally, mentally, on a soul level, on a body level, those frequencies are all different. So it's like in our minds, we want to do certain things. We're focused on moving forward. We want to feel better or different. But a lot of times that body is still storing the information from the past, right? From our past mind. If you think about it, it takes a high amount of energy to create. So with that, the physical form is really the last to be created, So the body is always trying to play catch up. And sometimes because we are feeling so much in our bodies, our minds start going right back into the space that we were in before creating that stuck feeling. And then the emotions start to play a role, right? So it starts to create this loop that it's really difficult to get out of. But the soul is always first. Your energy is always first. So you're always going to be pulled into a direction, trying to get the mind to perceive life differently. And we have two choices. We can either perceive it one way 
or we can stay exactly where we are, creating the same experience over and over again. But the soul will never give up on you. So we have to understand that we have all of these beautiful energy sources, light, heat, wind, water, sound, emotion. But what is behind all of that energy? What's making everything move? What is creating everything? It is the God energy. This is what we call, for a lot of people, source, divine intelligence, universe, all of that. Oneness, right? Because universe means one. One word, if you think think about it. But one verse, right? Oneness. Everything's in wholeness. God creates everything in wholeness in its entirety. So whatever word you focus on to relate to the source of our creation, our divine creator, go with that. For me, I say God. And so God is in everything. God is energy. God is all things. So if you think about it, if you are created, if you are energy too, then you have to understand that we are all one. God connects us all through this way. So we are never disconnected from the source. Never. We are never disconnected from the source. The only thing that creates disconnection and separation is only the mind. It's only the mind. That's it. Everything through the mind is through illusion or delusion. Okay. When we feel trapped, it's delusion. When we feel like we cannot do something, when we feel like there are external sources to fulfill us when we feel like we need something in order to feel a certain way, not realizing that our brain already holds every single emotion we could possibly feel from fear and sadness and frustration to ecstasy and euphoria, joy, love, and peace. We already have those emotions within us. We are just accessing them. So we have to understand that we already have the capability and access within us. We just have to allow for ourselves to be in that space. So allowing and being receptive is what allows for you to receive the energy. So when we restrict ourselves, when we isolate ourselves, when we block ourselves off out of fear, you could imagine how much more you isolate yourself. And through that, we know that people go into what? depression or violence or anger or harm or all of those things that do what? Create separation, in turn creating death. So we have to choose life, choose the higher energy. So it's all so, so important I know that this is a lot of information, but once we understand how we are energy first and then express through physical form, we can better digest our experiences. We can begin to focus on connection and oneness within ourselves and with those around us. And we can stop allowing for the mind to continue to trick us into illusion of separateness. So everything that I'm sharing with you through this series is, yes, focus on energy and vibration and frequency, but what is it really focused on? It's really focused on bringing you back home, 
bringing you back to your high vibration so that you can be that powerful source to live the life that you are desiring, to live a life without that pain, to heal your body, to heal your mind, to heal your emotions. And through that, you become a natural healing source for everything else around you. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. And you are able to explore so much more about yourself. You feel so loved and cared for and protected and understood naturally once you reach that level of understanding how to be in this space of high vibration. Is the world around us in a high vibration, right? Is everyone else feeling joy, love, and peace and happiness? Most likely not very often, right? We still see a lot of this destruction and low emotion and low energy in the world. So we always have that resistance that's there. But as long as we focus on our own vibration, body, mind, and spirit, and not trying to control others, but be an inspiration for others, that's how we continue to shift that energy. So I know that it's tough. I know that it's hard, especially when you're interacting with other people. They don't really know what you're talking about. They're like, I don't know about energy. I don't know, but my life is terrible. (laughs) And you're feeling that, you're receiving that and absorbing that. I understand. So never to fear. The more we all understand how this works, the more we can get back to our original space of wholeness. Okay? So I hope that explains what frequency is. Frequency is just the amount of energy that's being used and being felt and realizing that we have external energy sources around us, but we also have our own internal energy within us. We can heal our own bodies with positive emotions coming from more positive thoughts. This is not just fairy tale stuff, guys. This is real So I hope that you're excited. I hope you're ready to learn more. And I hope that we can all get to a space of being in a higher frequency or emitting a higher frequency, aka being in our intended state. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heart Blend Podcast.